Following up, when you're looking for an opportunity with employers, you should always follow up on your application and definitely on your interview. Just because that employer hasn't called you back doesn't mean you've lost the job, but it could if you don't contact them back. On today's In Motion, I've got advice on when and how to follow through on the follow-up. Starting out or starting over. Advice to reach your career goals. This is In Motion. Gail Rubin Kunish is the founder of the Inspiration Group Consulting, available for career consulting and advice to her clients through her website. Gail, I'm pretty sure most people understand the term follow-up when it comes to going after employment, but how do you define follow-up? I define follow-up when it comes to employment as actually contacting the employer or the host of the job on where they're at with their decision. Today's quote is not following up with your prospects is the same as filling up your bathtub without first putting the stopper in the drain by Michelle Moore. Following up means you're actually going to call them. And some people have a problem with this. They feel that once they've interviewed, that's it. The people who are interviewing should contact them and they should have nothing more to do with it. I disagree. Kind of a one and done kind of thing with that mentality then. I I would kind of disagree with that too if you're serious about the job. So now that we're clear on what a follow-up is, what would you consider the first step in initiating a follow-up? When when does that happen? As soon as you leave the interview, Greg, I recommend that what you're going to have to do is remember, and I'm the first to admit I've done it too, forgotten to get a business card, but you must get a business card or else how are you going to follow up? How will you know that interviewer's position? How will you know their direct line? If you don't get their business card, you might be stopped by a gatekeeper again, and there brings you back to the beginning. Ah, yes. Business cards. We've discussed their importance. We did that in a previous podcast and why you should carry them. So that's a great example then of how you can use that. Why is it important for you to give one at the end? I think you can already guess based on our topic today for the follow-up. Resumes are great. Cover letters help. But a business card gives them a quick snapshot of your contact information. And when you give that card, you want to get that information too. You want to ask when they or a committee will be making their decision about the job. Give a card, get a date. That's one way to remember it easy, I think. But the end of the interview by giving a card and getting a date. Exactly, Greg. And the reason for asking about the date of when they make a decision is simple. It gives you the timing for when you do the follow-up call. Okay, so I gave my card. I found the right time. I made a call and we're done now, right? That's it. That's all there is to following up? No, you've got to keep following up until that decision date and even after that decision date. Because they don't always make the decision when they say they're going to make the decision. And you want to keep on following up until you know whether or not you get the job. Okay, so follow-up is more than one call. Uh, How many calls is too many calls? And You talked earlier about people are a little hesitant to want to call, and I think a lot of people have the idea that they're going to be bothering someone. So when does follow-up become hurtful to your chances for that job? Interesting that you should mention that. Here is where regional cultural differences come into play. Here in the South, we've got to be very careful not to offend and to be too aggressive. You kind of want to be very polite 
but very assertive, which is different from being aggressive, which means you want to be persistent because employers are looking for persistence. It says, I really want this job. This is In Motion. I'm Greg Thomas speaking with Gail Rubin Kunish. Gail, there's a difference in follow-up calls and emails, right? Yes, Greg. If you're dealing with someone who has contacted you by email, then I recommend you continuing to contact them by email because that's they've shown you is their preferred method of contact. Certainly some things to consider then. If you're contacting back and forth with an employer through email, Follow that. If you've been using phone calls, follow that. Is it okay to do both? It is okay to do both. It's just a matter of what contact information you have. And remember, you've got to be a little resourceful. Just because they've just given you an email doesn't mean you can't get a phone number. You're just going to have to be a little bit of an investigative reporter. Well, there's certainly some things to consider in following up, Gail. Do you have any other advice to add to that? Just remember, keep on going, be persistent, don't give up, and you will get the job that you want. All right. And they can find tips on thank you notes. That's another way you can follow up, of course, is sending a thank you note. We did that in a previous podcast. Thanks, Gail. This has been In Motion with career consultant and advisor, Gail Rubin Kunish. You can follow her online at the inspirationgroupconsulting.com website.